Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. They came in an instant. They destroyed everything. My people. My friends. My home. All I have left is vengeance. Unreal Tournament 3 includes Gears of War 2 sneak peek. Not really. We just couldn't, find, couldn't find a commercial. <laughs> I couldn't find a commercial for the 99 one. They don't exist. Hey everybody, welcome to Play Retro. This is Play Retro for Friday, February 2nd, 2024. And uh, I'm one of your hosts here, Scott Johnson. And here, the deal, I just instigibbed you in space where you belong. All right, so your guts are flying through space. Ultra kill, you might even say, is what I achieved there. Oh! Uh, you'll have to find and fire off the Redeemer and do it right at me to get points at this stage. So uh, don't worry about it too much. Oh, look, I have three rockets loaded in my launcher, and you'll soon taste all of them at the same time. Butts and bots in the air, fellas. My flat gun take no flack. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's like the, an entire game with you. The, that's the conversation. That's like him. That's like the spew you do. That's a whole like match the right there. You... That's a whole match on facing yeah. worlds from beginning to end, and I win and you lose. That's the deal. Yes, it, that's it. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I just dialed up the DPI on my mouse to 2000 and remapped my movement keys to WSAD as God intended. And now ready to enjoy a nice, relaxing night of and I'm dead. Where's my sniper rifle? Damn it. And I'm dead. All right. If anyone is looking for me, I'll be delivering headshots in facing worlds. And I'm dead. Mommy. Yep. yep. Best, Mommy. Best map in the history of the game. Right there. Yeah. I don't so even know good. who made that. I think it was not Epic. It was nobody at Epic. I think it was a fan thing. Oh, I wasn't it. And then Epic took it, made made so their I own think, version. I think. I think you're thinking of. Uh, the, I think. Okay, so I believe if I'm not mistaken. Mm, boy, and I can't remember. Is it the guy who designed the bot who made that? Is it was somebody that was mm. working at Epic? There okay. is Facing Worlds too. There, you're right. There is a huge amount of uh, community input. Yeah. That so if they if they started out. They could have started out as fans. It's, it's entirely possible. Yeah, it's, I believe it's, that one was that one may have been internal. I can never remember, but there was enough. Yeah, yeah. Them people would make their kind of own spins on it. They would have they would take that exact yes. map and they change the the geometry of the map and do it their own way. And then in '03 and '04, mm-hmm. so two, so Unreal Tournament 2003 and Unreal Tournament 2004 both introduced new versions of that map, and even three yeah. had a version of it that I thought was awesome. Nobody else in the community liked it, but I liked it. And then, yeah. and then that's I, kind of all we ever it, got. So, 
anytime you can uh, put me in space on a big giant rock and then we can play some capture the flag where all we're doing is this running uh, headlong into each other's faces mm-hmm. and with tons of spots to hide and snipe people dude yeah why this guy has got everything it's so frustrating because it's like there's such a moment where you're like just squinching your butthole trying to run across the the open area going oh please oh god please mm-hmm. don't snipe me yeah please and, don't uh, it's just so good. Yeah, it's, it's so very, good. very good, and uh, as as well it should be. Um, I'm, I am going to make a quick recommendation before we get to our main topic today. Excuse me, and that is this. Everybody's been talking about Pal World like it's the new hot thing, and it kind it of is. is. <laughs> it takes uh, it takes a few genres, mixes them together, but mainly, yeah. I think a lot of people are attracted to it because of the the entire Pokemon draw of the thing because it looks like a bunch of Pokemon yeah, and they have yeah. guns and ha ha hoo hoo hee hee. I haven't been able to play because I don't care that much. <laughs> Uh, to you me, haven't played it yet? I played it a little bit. I just was like, yeah, I don't want to play this. I so. played it and I got a hot tape. But go ahead, finish your All right. Your so, here's, so here's what I want to tell people to do. There's a game out there that is my favorite Pokemon-like. Mm-hmm. And it's called gotcha. Monster Sanctuary. Back when Brian and I were doing the yes. uh, the Boop Show, we talked about this game in, in much more detail. We both loved it. It's a fantastic it. game. And I started playing this again the other day. Decided to do a fresh run. Uh, played a ton back yeah. when it first came out. And I had forgotten just how much I love Monster it's Sanctuary. So it's so freaking good. beautiful. If you're if you're into retro games, you're going to feel right at home here. It yeah. is uh, it's a modern game, but it's got that retro aesthetic. Yeah, it's very sixteen bit looking, very well animated. It's it's essentially a Metroidvania meets a Pokemon like, and yes. the combo is fantastic. Yes. So if you ever get a chance to grab it or get it on sale or whatever, it's not very expensive to start with. Uh, you can get it on Switch, you can get it on consoles, and I think it's still on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It is on Game Pass, and of course yeah. Steam is where I'm playing it. I'm playing on my Steam Deck, so yeah, it's good and, stuff. And the battles, the battle, the battle stuff is very satisfying. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah they also I, take out I stuff. I they take out stuff I hate about Pokemon. Like I love that in Monster yeah. Sanctuary, my creatures heal themselves after a fight. That's what I want. Yes. I want that every time. Yes. I, you may say, well, Scott, you're a wuss then. You don't understand what it's like to be a true Pokemon <laughs> fan. Fine, whatever. <laughs> You're no like trainer. Yeah, I don't want to do that stuff. I you hate know. it. I hate having too many items. There's still items. The game has a ton of them, but they're mostly proactive yeah. and not reactive items, and I like that better. Yes. Game is really, really good. It pl- it really is. It plays a lot faster. So, I mean, yeah, in that way, it is kind of uh, kind of like maybe Pokemon Arcade. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of just it does a lot of things for you, but it's a lot faster. And it's just fun. If mm-hmm. you just hop in and do it, I love it. Yep. Mm. The reviews are really strong. But my, my hot game. take on Power World, just real quick. Yeah. The old the old Nintendo that I loved hate. I don't know if Nintendo is still the people I love hate anymore. I, if if I was Nintendo back in the day, what they would have done is is they would have just went to the developers of Power World and go, okay, you have to change some things. And on top of that, what we're going to do is we're going to bring you in because this is obviously a very good formula and it's working for you. We want you to work with us to make a proper Pokemon game in the future. They won't do that. Like a Pokemon world. I know they won't now, but yeah. the old Nintendo might would have. They would have definitely know. thought about it. They I don't said, know if they would have. They I mean, said, Here's game, a bunch of young developers. Nintendo, Nintendo and Game Freak have been on this IP for what? 30 plus years? 35 years? Whatever it is. So yeah. I don't know. They seem pretty tight, tight-fisted about it. I would, I would hope you're oh, right. Oh, absolutely. But. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm not saying this is what Nintendo's going to do. Yeah. I'm saying that there was a time when Nintendo was smart about this stuff and they would have said, all right, look, you found a good formula. We, you did the work for us. 
come on board. We're going to need you to change some stuff because we're going to be in a partnership. So you're going to have to make all that change that because we're going to come out with a Pokemon world because that's what people really want. Yeah. You know, fix your crap. Yeah. You know who really did that, though, already? You heard did that a good example of that was Sega recently with Sonic. Uh, I just forgot the name again. I told you pre-show. Mm-hmm. What was it? Sonic. The, the Colors? Chaos. Sonic Colors? Not co- or- no, not Colors. Chaos. Oh, yeah. The... Not Chaos. Was it Chaos? What the frick is no, it? No, that's not right. Sonic. That's the problem with Sonic. <sighs> Damn it! Many names. I cannot remember the name, but anyway, it's the one that where they the the hacker ROM hack crew or the ROM hack people that community were working on this thing, and Sega said we really like what you've done here. In fact, we're going to bring you in and have you do this with us, and they help publish it. So more of that, Nintendo, you dipshits. How about that? I'm not sure how far Power World is going to go if they can't get the bugs under control as quickly as possible because it's still it's still ganky. I've played it. It definitely feels to me like. There, there's a great game loop there, but I have run into some roadblocks where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is kind of ganky. How about I'd fix this? And it's fun, but the gank can only be fun for so long for me. And if you're not actively fixing stuff, and they are, they are, but they seem to be. They're unproven. Yeah. They're un- they're unproven at this point. So we just got to wait and watch. Well, they got right? a lot of money now, so out. I hope they spend it wisely because they they sold a I shit think, ton of those yeah. games. Nicely done. They really fellas. did. Crash in the chat room says uh, we're trying to talk about Sonic Mania. That is correct. That's the one. Sonic Mania has got Sonic Mania, a whole bunch of like cool uh, hackery stuff that they included in it that yes. made it makes it so much fun. It's really really good. Uh, Brian, Perhaps you got something. The, in the Sega will one day name uh, Sonic games in a way that is makes them easy to remember. Like Sonic, what's the new one? Sonic. Uh, <laughs> See, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't set them apart. Like, There's a reason people use numbers. When they use numbers, we remember yeah. because it's easy. It's like, oh, that's five. That's six. That's seven. But instead, I got to yeah, go, yeah. okay, new Sonic, Sonic game is called. And it's always stuff like Chaos or Sonic, you know, like Sonic, like, I don't know. Because there's, there's Frontiers. There's Frontiers. That's the 3D one that just came out last year. Then you got the new one yeah, late last yeah. year, which is the 2D side scrolly 2.5D one. That one's called Generations, I think. Oh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You're just making up words. Sonic X Shadow Generations is the one that just got announced yesterday. No. Sonic Frontiers is the one from last year. Where is it? It's called Can't Find It. Well, great. It's called Can't Find It. What I usually do is I just look up Sonic 2024 game or 2023 game. Yeah. The problem is... It's much much easier for me to do it by years. I can kind of of narrow it down usually with that. Sonic Dream Team? Sonic... Ooh. 3D Sonic game. What's this called? Well, anyway, we've all forgotten. Well, you know the thing. Listen, you bought a thing and got it, and I'm jealous. Tell people what it is, because I want. I them. bought a thing because I've been I've been wanting this thing for a very long time, and I finally did it. I bought the analog pocket. Now, what is the analog pocket? Well, it's just what it sounds like. It's a it's a, a device that fits in your pocket, kind of, sort of. Um, it is uses the FPGA type of hardware emulation, like I talk about all the time with the Mister FPGA, mm-hmm. um, and so it has very accurate emulation. Out of the box, it mostly plays Nintendo Game Boy games like Game Boy Color, Game Boy, uh, 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 the Game Boy games. There you go. Yeah, it's that that cartridge, uh, that pin configuration for as long as they used it. That's right. Yeah. 
that's right. And also it'll take, uh, it'll take Sega Game Gear games, but I have to buy an adapter. It'll also do some other systems as well. You can buy adapters. But this is just a small, real chunky device that's got backlighting on it. It's got that, that uh, you know, the, the size format you would be used to with a Game Boy. It feels really good. And you would say, well, Brian, you have all these other, you know, the Ambernick RG mm-hmm. 35XX. Well, this is, uh, this is different because this is a, a, it's got a narrower focus for me. Um, and that makes me happy because it's more accurate. I won't run into as many weird things. I, I think right? the thing I like about what I've seen, and I've only seen it, not held it, but having looked at right. it, there's a real quality build, uh, industrial build yes. to the thing, which I really, really like yes. that. Um, not plasticky, and, not hunky, not junky. Uh, and you get these, I bought the docking station so I can do, uh, so I can plug it into the HDMI and I can play this, you know, output it to, I think it'll actually go, is it 2K? I think it'll do 2K, Jeez. maybe 4K. I'm not sure I to, ought to look. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice size and format, heavy, chunky. Uh, and I'm excited about, uh, to get taking a deeper look at it. Just got it yesterday though. I'll tell you this. The one thing that was keeping me from ordering it for the longest time was they kept going, um, lead time is like six months. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I, give I was my, annoyed by that. Don't want to give me my money now and then wait six months. I don't know if I have the kind of patience for that and worrying about it all the time. Is it shipping out now? Is it shipping out now? Um, but it was only 30 days. I ordered it in January and they said it'd be here, uh, in February and it arrived February the 1st. Nice. Uh, through UPS second day air came out of California. I had to pay some people in China when I first ordered it. Uh, my, my credit card did not like that at all. And they, uh, actually they canceled it. <laughs> and so I had to go back and order it again. But the turnaround is a lot faster now. If you're looking for an analog pocket. Nice. I wish the color ones were available. They're not available right now. All they had to choose from were the black and the white ones. I went with the black because I am just afraid of white. White yeah. scares me because it's always, it's some, I'm going to get something on it. You know, yeah. I just can't do it. Black. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel That's you. A lot of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. But that, that, and I want to say um, the money that, that I, I save from getting an analog pocket instead of getting something even cooler um, I was able to go to GameStop, who was selling it, was having a big sale on all their stinking hats. They were clearance them here at my GameStop. Yeah, GameStop has changed a lot. I haven't been in there in probably a year. Yeah, it's real um, different. Of course, they're yeah, they're they you know they still sell the physical games and stuff, but they've really focused on their their pop vinyl stuff, especially their pop vinyl stuff. As a matter of fact, when I was in there, I don't know if the guy behind the counter is full of shit or not, but he was saying like, yeah, you know, we're trying to bop, you know, the pop vinyl people, we're going to do all. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever, man. How much are these? Wait, that those guys? Cool, you're I'll saying Game one. GameStop is or yeah, GameStop's going to buy the pop vinyl people? That's what that's what the guy behind the counter said. Hmm. Now remember, this is a guy behind the counter at GameStop. Yeah. I remember a guy. I remember a guy behind the counter at a GameStop in the late '90s that told me that right. Sega was about to buy Nintendo. So he didn't know yes. anything about nothing. Yes. So I'm just saying. But I picked up a lot of cool hats. They had this Overwatch hat. I love that. I picked up this Charmander hat, Pokemon Charmander. Uh, I got an Umbreon hat because you know I said when I get this analog pocket, I'm going to go through all the Game Boy Color Pokemon games I have, which is a lot. And I'm going to try to finish them. So that's my goal. And I figured I might as well wear some Pikachu hats. Yeah. Blue Pikachu hat. Then I got this. I got an Eevee. Yeah. Look at that one. Got little ears on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got Ooh. that. And then. Sexy. Then. 
actually has nothing to do with Pokemon. Look at that. I love this Sega Sonic, Sonic hat. Sonic this hat. is my my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. He's, he's, bla- he's the blazing little blue, blue ball. red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little... Yep, got a little some kind of language I don't know how to read. Yeah, I don't I don't so dare wear big. red hats. You're braver than me. I can't wear a red yeah. hat. Could say ass butt for all I know. Sonic ass butt is what it could be saying. I don't know. Yeah. Well it might be. But these red hats, oh. you're brave, you're a brave soul in today's climate. Oh, you think so? You don't yeah. you don't think the red the red oh, because the <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to wear a red hat. Yeah, ever but this again. doesn't this doesn't look anything like those basic red hats this has got a cool you know black bill on it and it's got a big old charmander on the front i Look, mean no that, one's gonna mistake that this is more like a this looks more like sports fonts right it looks like a yeah, sports font. if that helps you it, it got if, sports fonts. if that lets you sleep at night that's fine that's good i'm just kidding it's <laughs> totally fine <laughs> make make red hats great again all right let's do that so there um, i there i feel so much better dude yeah I had all this pin up inside of me and I just, I just had to let it, it all out. out. There you go. Yeah. You had to let it out. I get it. The analog pocket was burning a hole in your pocket. Now <laughs> you, just, what? you don't know. I was doing, I was wanting to do an unboxing video. And so I got it yesterday Yeah. and I was like, Oh, I can't open it because I need time to, you know, do an unboxing video. And, uh, and then I did it and it was just terrible. I don't have a setup any, there's my setup is terrible for unboxing. For videos. unboxing I don't know how people do it. Because you have to be so zoomed in and there's dust on everything. I'm like, oh, my God, is everything this dusty? You know, I'm trying to get yeah. all the lights turned up. And I'm like, what is this? And I'm, I'm trying to get everybody else's videos on on YouTube for unboxings. They look pristine. And I'm like, am I just a filthy person? Am I- yeah, <laughs> the answer is yes. No. Yes, the answer is yes. I just don't have the proper setup. The lights are a little too harsh. Sure. You know, I just, I got to work. I got to work on the situation. But I, the unboxing is too late. I just ripped it. Finally, I just said, forget it. And I just popped it all open and, and played with it. Take that, patrons. That's Take how much that. we love you. Brian was going to give you a video. No, no. But- I'm going to, the patrons, the, the unboxing video was going to be a YouTube video for all to see. The patron stuff is going to be my first impressions Ooh. of the analog pocket over this weekend. That I like it. It's Patreon content. That is Patreon content. And listen, chat room, if you guys hang around today, we're going to play a couple matches of Unreal Tournament after the show today. Okay. So not only are we going to talk about Unreal Tournament here in a moment, but we're going to play that game on this stream. So you're welcome yeah. to hang Retro around Gib. with us. Yeah, com. if you want information on how to join the server. You too. Yeah, if you want to play with us. Hop on. Yeah, that'd be fine. I don't want it to be just me, Brian, and bots. It'd be nice if a few of you were real. Oh. You know? Oh, yeah. Scott. Yeah, I turned the bots up really high. Oh shit! They're kind, they're kind of mean. What was the scale? I forget. <laughs> Do you know it up by heart? Um, there's, there's like six different. Uh, it mostly has to do with skill. So it's like adept or uh, godlike expert, or something. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, godlike. I think is the final. That's that's Zan. That's who you would face if you were at the, if you made it all the way to Unreal Tournament. You could in, in the single player. The oh. bot Zan is who you end up against. So Okay, I found it. It's not novice. That I've, not that I've ever made it. No, no, of course not. <laughs> so I found it. It's novice, average, experienced, skilled, adept, masterful, mm-hmm. inhuman, and godlike. Yes. Um, listen to this. The, these are stats. This is interesting. You know what? We're going to start our thing. Because I'm going to read this in that. Shall we play a game? Yeah, we're going to play a game. We're going to talk about Unreal Tournament uh, from 1999, a game that was seminal in my lifetime it was a yes huge let's get it, let's get it hit for me let's get it started here brian was a quake arena guy yep. i feel like quake in the quake series i've been trying to define it in my head all week and i think i've kind of come down to 
right now I consider Quake in this series to be sci-fi fantasy, where if like Unreal is more like just sci-fi, like uh, sci-fi, sci-fi. Kind of. Yeah, that's fair. It's sci-fi. It's yeah. it's a brutal future where it's a future sport, you know. You're you're yeah, killing each yeah. other for money. It's it's basically Running Man, but you know multiple people playing it or whatever. That's the concept anyway. Um, but Unreal Unreal One is is very fantasy sci-fi. Like it's got all kinds of tropes in that zone. Uh, I thought I thought it was mostly like aliens. What are they called? The uh, they're right here somewhere. See, I didn't hold on. Play much Unreal. Unreal One had the hold on. I'm trying to remember the name. What are the bad guys called? They are called the not the vortex. The, Z- the, the Zargons. Z- the Z- no Scarge. 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 That's it. This yeah. That's it. Scarge. S K A A R J. So Scarge. Yeah, but they're they're aliens, right? Yeah, they're aliens. But it's not, it's not, it's okay. also kind of gothic in some ways. Like there's castles and shit in that game. I don't know. Like Quake <laughs> Quake has a, a mix of this stuff. So did it. And I love Quake. Don't get me wrong. Quake yeah. 1 and 2 were my jam. But when this came out alongside Unreal Tournament, or excuse me, uh, Quake 3 Arena, there was a this was the biggest Coke Pepsi fight in video game history at the time. It was such a yes. big deal. And everybody's like, no way, dude. Quake all the way. And other people are like, no way. Unreal Tournament. Bots are better. This is better. These modes are better. Whatever. Lots of back and forth. Um, my, I played both, but I ended up playing way, way more Unreal Tournament than I did Quake 3. Just way more. Right. And I don't, I respect Quake 3. It's fine for what it was. They were both multiplayer focused releases, these two games. They barely had a semblance of a, of a single player element to them. And um, yeah. I, I actually still kind of think that's a problem both ways. But Unreal Tournament ended up kind of putting me on the path that I'm at now in terms of like just content creation and getting into podcasting and all of that. It all came from my interest in that game and a mod for that game that I got part of the team with. And we started doing little radio shows for, and I was just so into it. Everything about unreal. Uh, and I were the best friends. Uh, yeah. It's the same with me. Um, content creation. When I first discovered that you could, you know, uh, do something productive as a fan, uh, mm-hmm. both of these franchises, quake and unreal were giving out the tools that they use to create these games um, at a certain point, you know, the engines underneath it. And then they give you these tools to like the unreal editor. There's a quake editor. Mm-hmm. You can get in there, make your own maps, skins, and you can basically make the game anything you want to be sort of kind of like how Minecraft mm-hmm. is for, you know, for people today. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely a, a place where it's like, Oh, I feel like I belong here. You've given me these tools that are not only cool, I can share them with my friends and we can just, you know, laugh and have a good time. And it's m- amazing community experience. Yeah. Run your own servers, run your own map rotations, um, you know, change, tweak around with the mutator system that were built mm-hmm. into it. Plus oh, the mutators is the mutators is something I really liked. Uh, I did not, was not aware of. I did not ever play much unreal tournament. I played a little, yeah. but not very much. I did not know what before two weeks ago, before I learned how to set up a server for Unreal Tournament, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a mutator was. They're kind of like mini mods. They, uh, you, I was used to more being in the Quake world where you know you had full mods, but yeah. this is the mutators are just like little little mods to you know maybe the weapon or yeah, they just tweak the, the gameplay. gameplay. We would play Instagib Low Gravity, which was this combination of the yes. Low Gravity uh, mutator and the Instagib mutator, and that is a, a really fun combination. Single single shot kills basically, and. Uh, yes. 
that was too much fun to, to freaking write home about. It was so good. The thing is, though, those <laughs> mutator, the mutator system and, and the batch of you know initial mutators, that was all built into the game. That was just part of yes. the, the product, whereas others would come along later and say, oh, yeah, well, you should have put this in there, and they would add something new and, and whatever. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I made a few maps. I had you know tournaments with my friends. I had a, I had a clan at one point called... Yes, that oh, was shit. that would be very that would be very uh, uh like 20, 20, 2005 to like 2010 or so. We, everybody had a clan, right? So it's Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, got, we started in 99 with this clan. game and we started that clan that same year. Right. So we probably went probably yeah, probably to 05 with that clan. Yeah. And yeah. which Clans was very big 2 years before or a year or two before Unreal 3. Uh, came out, mm-hmm. which didn't ex- succeed at the level listed. But we we kept it going through oh. uh, Unreal Tournament 2003 and then 04. 04 is probably the pinnacle of the series, if you ask me. Yes. Um, it got real good, had some really amazing team modes, had vehicles. Uh, we were stepping into uh, what would soon be Halo, right? I mean, sort of, vehicle, yeah. Vehicles and stuff, and we're getting outside. Everything we've done up until this point, especially in Unreal Tournament, is corridor fighting mm-hmm. with some outdoor stuff, but the outdoor stuff is limited to platforms and you're not able to go, but so far. Right? Yeah. There's so, just arena shooters yeah. and stuff, but like big outdoor environments yeah. and that was coming soon. In fact, I mean, quake quake came out or sorry, unreal tournament came out just a year and a half before uh, halo did on Xbox. So it's, they're all kind of tightly connected. This yeah, whole, yeah, this it's, whole all, era. it's all, yes, they're all, they're all borrowing from each other right oh for sure like the, you cannot look yeah. at unreal tournament and not see the influences from quake and you also cannot look at further iterations of of uh of quake or doom even and see the influences mm-hmm. there like the idea of alternate fire just didn't exist before unreal tournament they invented it really yeah in a com- I, very commercial I, way, I love right? alternate yeah I didn't know much about alternate fire until this past week, and I really enjoyed that alternate fire courses. When you your left mouse button is, if you mapped it that way, would be your primary fire, and then your alternate fire would be your right mouse button, typically. Uh, and each one of these weapons would typically have two modes of shooting. And uh, it at first it was kind of confusing to me, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is really takes it to the next level, and I missed out on this. In well, play. even even the the Redeemer, which is the gun, it's basically their their equivalent of a BFG five thousand or three thousand or whatever that would yeah. just take everybody else at once. It's a nuke, a tactical nuke that if you are in range of it or not, you know, hidden well enough, you will die after its impact. Even that had alternate fire. It had the main fire, which is shot yeah. the missile, bam, or you all fire it, and now you're a camera inside the missile, and you steer it to your destination. It's an amazing idea. And- and I didn't know this because I just, uh, first of all, the first time I ran across that thing, I was just, I was in a closed space and you're supposed to shoot between two beams. And I, every time I would get it, I would end up shooting, killing myself very quickly. And I was like, what is this big ass gun? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I noticed that I'd be playing sometimes somebody else would get it. And instead of the, the rocket coming through the air, it'd be doing all these weird 45, 90 degree angle turns. Like it's, you'd be watching like, what's that thing doing it? Yep. It was somebody guiding it and i didn't realize that but it's it's all flish it's all fish flopping around in in space coming at me and i didn't realize i needed to fear it but now that i but then once i discovered oh someone's driving that dang thing yeah i was like okay yeah people are people are in there and there was a there was a tactical reason why you would choose to do that or not and and the game was full of that sort of thing so if you're using the flat cannon that was your body 
Go was ahead. your body exposed? I haven't. I haven't actually no. accomplished it. But no, is you're your just body re- you're just you're just remote. Oh, oh yes, you you are just standing there when this is happening. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you could yeah. die very, and it happened a lot. If somebody found you while you were yeah. piloting a Redeemer, which had a limited range anyway, you couldn't go forever. Um, they yeah. could sneak up on you and you know shoot you in the head, <laughs> and then your then your Redeemer. Even I think better. which is I think it would just blow up where it was. Uh, oh, even better. Yeah, I think that's how it worked. It's been Amazing. a while. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the every so the flat cannon is an example. That's one of my favorite weapons of all time in any shooter. And the concept is, at a baseline, that thing is a shotgun, and you yeah. use it like a yeah. shotgun for for close range combat. But then when people start getting a little further away, you start right clicking, and it lobs grenades, uh, like yes. little explosive which grenades very, at them, which uh, are very effective. They're little. They're like balls, right? Yeah, like, like like long little, long grenades or yeah, yeah, they're like little shells. It's hard to explain, but they, and they have a limited range, yeah. but they're really fun. It's like a thermal uh, nuclear detonator, like uh, Princess Leia would be carrying to Jabba the Hutt's. Yeah, uh, it's basically that size. Here. Yeah, and the nice <laughs> yeah. thing was, like, if you did the rocket <laughs> thing where you launched uh, that that alt fire was just filling it up with three rockets and letting go. Um, that's, that's a different yeah. way of doing it, but the rest of the guns almost always were. Like the uh, the rail gun was essentially uh, shoot out a big orb with right click, yeah. And then if you hit the orb with the main fire while it's like you know in range of three or four players, you could kill them all with one shot. Um, so it had like it, an AOE thing, but it was a really hard skill shot yeah. to make. Otherwise, you would just it use was. regular main fire to pick people off, hit them in the head, whatever. Um, the weirdest thing, deceptive. the weirdest thing about this game, though, dude, it always freaked me out, or or just seems so strange to me. The game, the guns in the game all make sense as big sci-fi weirdo weapons, right? Interesting designs. Right, right. This rocket launcher is weird. All this stuff's weird. But for some reason, the sniper rifle was the most basic ass looking military yeah. thing. It's so weird. <laughs> it, it really was. It, it's now, now we're talking about Brian's favorite weapon, the sniper rifle. And you're like, oh, Brian, you just like to go camp somewhere and snipe. Yeah, I like that. But that's not the main thing. That thing is very powerful, and once you get experienced at it, it's like a railgun in Quake. You can mm-hmm. just you can just run around with it. You don't have to zoom in and scope anybody. I can just run around, headshot, headshot. Yep. Uh, with a, it's a little slow on the reload, so if you miss, you're probably dead. But uh, it's a really effective weapon. You're right. It's it's very simple, uh, basic weapon compared to these big guns. The gun models are pretty cool. Um, I, I if you get a good look at them, you'll see all kinds of readouts in the side the tension to detail is actually yeah, really it's pretty impressive. good the, the unreal the, engine itself is amazing yeah the meshes probably don't hold up so well in, in these times but they yeah, are, yeah, are yeah. They, for what they were when they were they were really creative and interesting and it felt like what they were doing over on quake were real kind of basic it's like oh okay there's your shotgun yes. i've seen that before okay you got a pistol cool you got your um uh, i don't know you got a lightning gun i love a lightning gun a good I do lightning too. gun will go a long way yeah this game's got one too but it's now, more like a weird green beam thing um so yes, yeah and, and that's yeah. the fire on on that one it's like a, is that a plasma or something and it's like if you uh, or the other one's the plasma that blows up i forget the exact terms but that's you'll, the, you'll know that's the goo gun the green one that shoots out goo balls yeah yeah, that yeah that's the bio, it's like a bio gun or something right and mm-hmm. it explodes uh, the the goo explodes after a certain amount of time, but the one you're talking about, the lightning gun, I I really like that is because uh, it'll it'll reach behind crates because people behind 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 crates going hey you can't hit me like, like <laughs> yeah and it's like oh you're dead buddy you're dead you're um, toast um did you play you're so I don't know what the full rotation is on the server that you got running but did you play a bunch of facing worlds the 
up there and then well, yes actually i didn't when i first started because when i first started once i set the server up and was doing all my testing i was uh just going through the maps that you know this that was presented just random maps but then once people started coming in and there was a lot of people this past monday we had a full we had a full server uh up to 16 slots and uh yeah people kept kept voting because i set up the uh the voting mechanism yeah so we could vote on things and fa facing worlds was coming up constantly in rotation for capture the flag and i immediately got it i'm like oh okay i see why this is so, it's cool. so good and yeah. so good. you can tell a lot of the people that were playing uh, are people who played a lot in the back of the day but haven't re uh reestablished their complete skills yet because i've noticed people have slowly started using the the teleport uh, disc so there's like a there's like a weapon that you oh. can you basically you, you cast out a disc it's called a translocator and that part. thing's a dick yeah translocator freaking it's a dick thing. and on and on facing worlds it's a super dick because people are trying to snipe you of course and you're just skidding across because you'll throw it and you'll zoom and you'll just you'll go across so fast people that were good and with that made me mad like they were so good with that yes. thing and i was terrible at it so when i was running my server back in the day there was a mutator yeah. to turn that damn thing off, and I did every time. I hated it. Hated it. Oh, I can't do it. We're turning it off. Yeah, it was like We're too much of a skill off. shot that I just could not get my head around ever. I never got good with it. Yeah. So I just said, you know what, guys? We're not playing with that thing. It's my server. That thing's off. Oh, I love I love that uh, Scott goes with the, this is not a democracy. I, I set up voting so we could vote on everything. Yeah, you're a much, much more democratic uh, server runner than I am. That's true. Yeah, it, it doesn't bother me. It, you know, it's like, uh, I don't care. Because there's always the good thing about a lot of these games, They if it's a good game and Unreal and Quake and all that, they're, they're really good at this balancing. So if you have something that seems ridiculously overpowered, it'd probably only be overpowered for about five minutes until somebody figures out another way to get to that person who's effing around yeah. like sniping yeah, yeah. no you know, you're right you, you're right you can only get away with using that thing for so long and you can't fire while you're yeah. using it that's the other thing is you can't shoot although you can do some pretty sneaky yeah. stuff about fire it over here in the secret place no one saw me do it and then switch to a weapon fight for a while switch back and then translocate to the safe yes. space people did little tricks yeah. like that all the time it just made me pissed and you can also can't <laughs> use it while you have a flag if you have the flag you cannot <laughs> use the translocator um, which yeah, is nothing, only fair. Capture the flag. If you've a uh, God, capture the flag is just, is still, it's, it's not the thing I go for first. I'm always like, what do you want to play? Let's play some death match. And I'm always like, when somebody says, let's play capture the flag. Cause some people are like us, all they want to play. That's, that's me. I love and, capture the flag. Huge fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get into it. And I'm like, first I'm like, Oh, I'm going to capture the flags. It's so stupid. But then after a while I'm like, Oh God, I, I, let's play some more capture the flag. Yeah, and, uh, there's a team I, aspect of I it that you cannot replicate in in any other mode. I just love how you have to work yes. together for it. I well, I like the assault version too because I don't think there was anything. I'm. It's been a while since I played Quake Three, but I don't remember assault exactly. So assault is where you have mission based objectives uh, and you're playing teams. The way I played anyway. Um, there's like a, there's a beachhead storming and one that we that we played. It was a lot of fun. People kept picking. Um, and usually there's automatic guns that are just firing for that team. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to a certain, I think it's all assault, but once you, you know, you're trying to storm and, uh, destroy or hit, hit the base in a certain area. And then once you've accomplished it, once your team has accomplished it, and there's a, there's a the timer that times all of that. And then the it flip sides and then the other 
goes for the offensive and they only have that many minutes to uh, accomplish the task. And some people remembered a lot about those places because I was running around on a boat going, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. And then it flipped and then they went straight to it. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Once you I know al- that secret, I guess you just know it. I also thought at the time, I don't know, I'm a little less weird about it now, but at the time it felt like the unreal maps and the geometry yeah. looked just looked better than quake. Thought I just, it was a yeah, better Unreal tech, but they were good. both pretty good. They were all right. You know? Oh, both were, I always felt like, like I said, I, I, I'd been in the economy of quake for so long. I never played unreal. I played unreal tournament. So I had, you know, I had no yeah. knowledge of what unreal was doing. As a matter of fact, I didn't know until uh, recently that Steve, I think it's Steve Polgang, uh, mm. the programmer who did the reaper bots, yeah. which is the great selling point of this. All this the, for the tournament, it was supposed to just be an add-on pack for Unreal. It wasn't even supposed to be a full game uh, Unreal tournament. And But these Reaper bots were so freaking tasty uh, as an add-on to Unreal. They was like, okay, let's uh, let's make a full game. Yeah. And they did. Which is pretty great. Yeah, Here are the uh, guns, by the way. I have a list, yeah. and I'll tell you what they do. The Impact Hammer, kind of useless, but it's basically a piston-powered <laughs> melee weapon. Uh, in in the right hands, it's, found, it's useful, but I hate that. I can't stand that weapon. It I, sucks. I only found it useful one time, and it was a glitch. Mm. Uh, we do have anti cheats uh, set up on on the server, but uh, I had I had alt tabbed out of my Unreal tournament screen mm-hmm. accidentally. I was like shoot, and I popped back in, and for some reason it was stuck on like this auto fire. So. Uh, every, I was like, what's going on? I was like, stop it. I mean, I was, I was shooting, uh, I was shooting rockets and I was like, stop it, stop shooting the rockets. And, uh, it was right down in the middle of the match. I was like, this is stupid. And I was about ready to quit. And so I, and I ran out of rockets and so I switched my weapons, my little scroll mouse wheel. And I got to the little impact hammer thing. And that thing is awesome. If you've got an auto junk, 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 junk. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it was doing. I was just, I was just running around. I was actually killing people for the first time uh, with that stupid thing. And I was like, oh, I see why people cheat now. Um, But yeah, it was just, it was just going like in this repeated pattern of chang, 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 chang. And it was, it was pretty effective. Yeah. Also, it can also be used uh, to deflect other weaponry. So if someone's shooting at you and you're out of anything good, you can use it to deflect incoming projectiles. We got to time it right. Uh, with your with yeah. your trigger pulls and stuff, uh, there's the chainsaw, which uh, basically isn't it? Uh, let's see, multiplayer that's pra- the, that's uh, the- practice chainsaw melee modifier is set if the impact hammer is right. replaced by a rusty blood covered chainsaw. The disadvantage to the chainsaw is that it is noisy and enemies enemies hear you coming. <laughs> I think sense. that was part of the. I think that was part of the. Uh, so you got the game of the year. Uh, the game of the year edition. Uh, of Unreal Tournament, which yep. I ordered off uh, eBay, by the way. I got the two disc set. The yep. first disc, disc contains the original game, and then the second one comes with uh, with the Chaos Unreal Tournament, yep. um, which adds some of these things that you're talking about, like the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't activated that mutator on the server yet because we're still just trying to get the basics down right now. Um, but all like the swords and the, like you're probably going to talk about here in a second, but I'm, I'm pretty interested I ordered this off eBay, got it for about 25 bucks. The only reason why I did is because I started getting panicky when mm. I was trying to find a legit copy of this uh, online because I had the Steam version, yeah. but I was wanting to test it in several different ways. Like I wanted to test it in Linux. I wanted to test it in my uh, emulation software, my virtualization software using Windows XP. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to need to order this thing. So I did because... 
these are even kind of getting rare it's on hard eBay. To get. Yeah. And I was I was like, what is going on here? And the price is still at $25, but man, is like I only saw a handful of listings and I'm like, oh man, this is about to just disappear. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do because Epic, you know, pulled it from uh as we know, me and you know they pulled it from the Steam and the good old game store. You they know, pulled it from everything. Yeah. Can get it. They did. They pulled it from everything. Yeah. So if you own them there, you still can play them there. But if you didn't buy them yeah. before the polling or the delisting, you don't you can't download them on those services anymore. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time before they just pull it completely, right? And I was like, Arr. Well if you if the way it works with Steam, if you bought it you own it and they can't right they can't by their policy no, take no, it back no. but we'll see i've never seen them do it yet and this is a pretty old game yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah i suppose they could try yeah um but yeah. i i already own this thing in multiple disc formats and so rather than go dig them out of a box somewhere because i know i have it here oh I just absolutely. i just went and did the archive.org thing that worked fine yeah yeah but but several people had told me because i had said you know go to archive.org and they said i saw some but uh, some people in the in the comments were saying that it looked suspicious and that kind of stuff. And so I did. I compared my ISO to the ones that we had seen on uh, on our server. And I'm like, OK, that this looks legit. The one we said on richardgib.com. I can't guarantee anything, of course. No, it's hard. to. So, yeah, I wish they would just support it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind if I had to use the Epic Store to play these things. I just they just don't give. There's no option over there. To have them. There's a little game. There's a little game you've heard of that destroyed it all. It's called Fortnite. Suck like mm, it, Fortnite. Eat that, Fortnite. They pulled that whole team off the Unreal <laughs> reboot they were making and yeah, put them on Fortnite. Piss ants. Makes me mad. Ah, and they still a have a whole page with a bunch of graphics and a bunch of PR material and all this stuff about this upcoming uh, Unreal game. It's, it's not happening. Yeah. Just what a up. snub. Yeah, total snub. Just pulled that thing right out from underneath us. It pisses me off. Uh, here are yeah. your other weapons. The I Enforcer mean, is your pistol. It's your starter ranged weapon. Instant reload. Oh, could be dual wielded. Shit. Does 10 damage. It's kind of a little weenie gun in terms of damage, but it is a fun and, fun weapon. Sorry. Until you get the dual wield, it, then it is kind of effective, especially if you do the alt fire, which is where you're holding it old 90s gang era type mm-hmm. <laughs> shooting where you hold it sideways. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it crawls more damage and it fires faster that way, mm-hmm. uh, but it's less accurate. But if you have two of them, yeah, yeah the thing's awesome. Good. Love it. Uh, another one to be considered with or to think about occasionally is the mm-hmm. bio rifle. Uh, this fires yeah. lumps of sludge at enemies, shoots a single glob with alt fire slime. And the alt fire is pretty cool because it kind of blows up and will hurt everybody or a number of people if they stand too close to it. Yeah. Um, that, it's not a weapon I like to use as anything primary, but it can create some chaos and it's, it's pretty fun. It's a good I, I usually only use it when um, it's yours. Feel like sometimes it's like, do they even know I'm here right now? When you're, you're playing with like, you know, 16 people mm-hmm. and suddenly they're they're all big on each other and they don't even see you sometimes they even just run right past you because they're so focused on some gathering point that they're trying to get back there mm-hmm. and i'll be like hey what are you guys doing yeah and so i'll just you know that's that's when i'd like that gun and i'll follow them and i'll just like ooze them all up yep <laughs> nothing wrong with that and watch uh, them explode above that one you have the asmd shock rifle and uh, yeah. this fires a high-speed laser bolt at your opponents, fires a beam at an enemy and instantly hits them, which is your primary fire. Your alt fire mm-hmm. is that big old fat ball slowly rolls yeah. into a hallway, and then you can you know pop it and kill people. Which is, de- which is deceptive because 
when you first discover you can do it, because it, it tells you in the tutorial, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So you, you shoot it and then, you know, you wait for it to get halfway across the screen and then you, you shoot the, the alt fire and it comes in and explodes right. And be like, oh, that is cool. I can't wait to use that. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way because no. when you start getting in a real match and you're strafing and turning, you get, you got to hold still. You can't, you can't catch that second fire Unless you're like, you know, I don't know. You got to be a super, super shot, super, super, super shot, super shot. But it's bad. Yeah, it is super pretty shot. bad. I'll now tell then you about you the oh, go head ahead. Shot. Yeah, headshot. Headshot. Head we'll get to that in a sec because I got a whole bunch of audio for that. Uh, the pulse gun comes next. Or sorry, not the pulse gun. Yeah, it is the pulse gun. Um, all right, is this yeah. the one? Hold on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fire the, blobs uh, of scorching yeah. plasma at an enemy. If violate a volatile ammo is on and this hits an ammo box, it will explode. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. You have to find an ammo box and blow it up. I, I didn't know that until no one told me. Mm-hmm. And I was I was playing against somebody, and uh, I, I was like, I kept running through, kind of around loops and loops, and all of a sudden I ran by an ammo box, and I was like, man, it's open. What's mm-hmm. going on? There's an yeah. opening. So I, that's, uh, and then it was like a shield in there, and I was like, oh, how'd they do that? And I watched, and eventually I was like, oh, how yeah. they do that? This thing looks like an alien's uh, marine pulse gun. Pulse this rifle. looks right out of Halo. Yeah, yeah, very, very much this one of those. Very, it's one of the most military of the guns in the thing outside of the sniper yes. weapon. But anyway, it, it all, but it acts very sci-fi. It shoots out the, the plasma from the front of the thing, and then when you use it, alt fire, you're using it like a lightning gun, and it has short yeah, it range but noise. really high damage and burns through your ammo pretty quick. So be careful there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then you got the Ripper. The Ripper is a razor blade launcher. <laughs> I like uh, the Ripper. <laughs> Yeah, you're a fan. You like because uh, it bounces off walls, I, man. I, you can get you can get hit with one of those. Real a lot easy. of a lot of maps, uh, unless you're like in some. There's there's some maps that's really effective in like uh, some of them have like tunnels. So instead of corridors, there's tunnels, and in the tunnels, that thing is is fun because the 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 blades come out and they bounce, or you can shoot and have the alt fires to shoot and it explodes upon impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, that that thing will just zip around everywhere it's just fun to watch yeah, it's like it's, a bounce, super bouncy ball it's yeah. like a super bouncy ball with blades yeah it's very crazy uh yeah. there's the mini gun this has a rapid fire rate decent accuracy and then of course increased fire rate but reduced accuracy you can use it either way that game's okay or that gun's all right it's just sort of standard it's nothing major or fancy i have that thing is the most if if you go against somebody that's picked up any extra health or armor you're gonna lose, and I seem like I'm always running against somebody who's done just that. Yeah, just that. Yeah, every time. That's the that, that, them's the rules. Them's the breaks. Yeah, them's the rules. That's how it works, man. Now let's talk about my favorite gun, the flat cannon, FLAK. Uh, the favorite of most players. It is. Uh, let's see, it fires molten metal in a wide arc. Is very painful if it hits you. Uh, so it does the wide arc thing, or alt fire fires a flak shell, which fragments fragments on impact, kind of a grenade style thing, and it works great. Yeah, huge it, fan. It, if you want to make gi- you want to make Gibbs, you want to make blood, you want to make bodies fly everywhere. Yes. This is the gun to use. It's great. It's a weird gun because it fires like a shotgun, the primary, but it's got like this open barrel mm-hmm. uh, where you can see like these grenades that lobs out with the alt fire, and so it, it's kind of confusing at first. But it's it's pretty effective, especially if you're in close close quarters. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's not as good as a sniper rifle, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I would recommend it. Almost above. If I've got a weapon in my hand and I'm like, hmm, what do I prefer right now? It's almost always flat cannon. Love that gun. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's talk about rockets. Every shooter, especially every arena shooter from the era, had a rocket launcher. 
So did this. Uh, this is a, although this picture's from three, not two, not Unreal Tournament. But anyway, you get the idea. Fires one to six rockets in a spread pattern. You can hold down the button to fire more. You can load up up to six of them. Bam, 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 bam. Shoot them all at once. Or if you do alt fire, we'll throw one to six rockets, but you act as timed grenades. Same thing. Hold it down for more grenades. Yes. That one's an okay alt fire. I don't like the timer part because people get away. Um, I get yeah, more done yeah. with the flat cannon than I do with the, the rocket launcher, but it's still a good lot. It's a good rocket launcher. It does what it needs yeah. to do. Launches rockets. It's, it's, it's the, it's so it, it is basic just, you know, shooting and firing. If you're a good rocket launcher person, like you played quake, cause you know, quake's all about the rocket launcher. That's how you do rocket jumps. And that's how you navigate a, through the maps. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's an effective weapon there, but then it is amusing to, uh, load up you know four or five of the of the missiles and just if you're if you're on like a really big open map <clears throat> and you just kind of stand there and you just have time to you know to, to rev it up mm-hmm. and just watch all those rockets just kind of yep and just slowly go across the screen it's kind of amusing and i also like loading up those grenades like you said with alt fire and just let them tink, 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 tink all over in a room like where some people are fighting. If yeah. somebody's in there fighting, boom, 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 I just come by and like pass by the door and just go. Boom, 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 boom. It's because you're, chaos, uh, you're watch, a chaos monster. Amusement. Brian I'm a chaos. I'm, I am the Loki yeah. of Unreal Tournament. That's I right. I like the chaos. That's right. Now let's talk about that stupid ass, ass sniper. It is a sniper gun that looks like something <laughs> that you have in any crappy <laughs> Call of Duty or some, you know, it's just a yes. basic ass looking Sniper weapon. It's not it cool. It does its job. Yeah. You get headshots. It's the weapon of choice for campers. It fires a bullet. Uh, if you use alt, it will uh, zoom in. And the longer yes. you hold the mouse button, it will zoom in further. So it's like kind of a, instead of like click, click, or no, maybe it was click, click instead of hold and zoom. I can't remember now. Maybe it was both actually. I, yeah. I, I hold and zoom, uh, especially on something like a big open area, like mm-hmm. any like towers where you capture the flag, like facing worlds. And just you can you can zoom in a crazy amount and just headshot after headshot. It's just like it's it's freaking insane until everybody figures out because people get tired of spawning every couple of seconds going, okay, where's that guy at? Yeah. Let's go get him. It's kind of a pain. Let's go get him. Now, if you want to nuke somebody, I mentioned the Redeemer earlier. This is a rare thing unless you'd make a map that's crazy. But for the most part, these were hard to find, kind of hidden away rarely more than one on a map. Um, But because it's a it's a mini nuke and it yeah, can yeah. be shot down, by the way. So if you sniped it out of the air, you could blow it up and it wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. can stop it. But it fires this missile straight forward or alt fire. You manually guide it. So your eyes are kind of in it and uh, you guide it to its destination. It's a cool gun, yeah. but kind of a rare deal. You know, you yeah, can do you can do modifiers so that you have nothing, nothing but redeemers. I've seen yeah. this before. Yeah. And it's stupid. It's really stupid to play yeah. that way. It is is dumb because I mean they there's a really slow moving rocket. It is it is kind of one of those things like, though, especially on a big map where you kind of like oh, I got time, I can get away, and it's like oh no I can't, oh no I can't outrun it, it's coming after me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's very chaotic. Yeah, it's, it's also a chaos maker. There's a real you'd fun. Think it, but, mm-hmm. You'd think yeah, you'd think you'd be into it because you like that chaos. <laughs> I don't know what happened to you. Um, and then yeah. the translocator oh, is basically a gun that shoots a disc. The disc is essentially a, a remote. Trans, uh, t- transporter. So if you've got the gun and yeah, you're like, I want to I want to go over to that hill, thunk, you shoot it over there, it lands, you alt fire, you now teleport to where the thing landed. <laughs> it's great for getting up high places. It's great for jumping down places where you don't want to get hurt. Uh, it's great yeah. for being a dick and just pissing everyone off. Um, 
I always hated it sort of, but I also understand why people like it. And I think it's fine that it's in there. So, yeah. And you got telefrags too. So like, I think if you hit somebody with it and teleport at the same time, I think you'll kill them. I haven't pulled one off yet, but if you, if you, that is correct. Yeah. If they run over you, you can use it. You can use it like a mine. So you can shoot it down a hallway and have it sit there. And if somebody comes whipping around and runs over it and you teleport right then, you'll, you'll give them to death by teleporting. Just like it, just like in Quake, you get all these telefrags where you somebody teleports in. You you both can't be in the same location, so mm-hmm. if you're in a spot where they're coming, yep, you're eliminated. That is true. Eliminated. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Speaking of which, do you want to hear some of that? Listen to this here. Headshot killing spree. Last place. Lost the lead. You have lost the match. Meta kill. Monster kill. And it goes on like that. Yeah, you have just all these amazing forever. lines. Yeah, it's very long. Um, there's no shortage of those. But there's a lady one, and I'm going to play the entire 28 seconds of the lady version. Okay? You tell me what era this was and why this is problematic. Maybe today. All right? Here you go. Play. First blood. Bottom feeder. Headshot, dominating, killing spree, humiliating defeat, multi-kill, ultra-kill, monster-kill, rampage, ludicrous kill, unstoppable, godlike, wicked sick, holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) I like wicked sick. That is... Yeah, this is still a thing, by the way. Um, yeah, if I, we haven't talked about this part. But Unreal Tournament, get the Game of the Year edition if you can. Yeah. Uh, if you've already purchased it, install it. Then you go download what's called the old Unreal patch. allows you to get online so you can play like we've been talking about. Mm. Um, and there's tons of people still developing mods, mutators, and voice stuff like, like you just did this then. There's people still developing stuff actively all the time. This is still a very active community it's nowhere near the size it was of course but it's amazing the number of people that are still futzing around as it should be i used to go to the unreal was it planet unreal what was the name of that website yeah i think i think you're right i think it was planet unreal was it because it's like quake planet and then or planet quake planet quake and then planet unreal is that i think that's what oh my gosh it's still up quake planet yeah yeah, they're all still around man holy shit this brings back the memories yeah, yeah. Wow. They're uh yeah, okay. all the stuff they still exist. 
Yeah, they're, I mean, it's kind of out of date, obviously, and no one's maintaining it very well, but this was the place. I used to have a comic I ran on here. They ran for me. Yeah. Years ago, years and years and years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah so. Unreal, Unreal, um, that scene was really big and it was going real good. It was also very antagonistic toward the Quake people. They were very antagonistic toward the Unreal people. It was one of yes. the first times in my internet time where I'd seen that kind of tribalism. Uh, be as raw as it was, it was really kind of rough. And I can't even imagine what it'd be like today. It's probably today, it's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's still like Sony versus Microsoft or freaking, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Does, does it feel as, uh, as it, just, it doesn't feel as venomous as it once was, though? I feel like there was a real, you know, venom in the things you would say about other people, mm. but it feels like, you know, I don't feel that. It doesn't seem as competitive like it used to be. Depends maybe on I'm the just games. Out of the scene. Just I'm just out of the scene. It man. just depends on the games, dude. There are plenty of games with like the most yeah. toxic back and forth ever going on. Yeah, uh, we just yeah. don't see it because we're not involved. But I'm happy to say that I think, in retrospect, again, nothing wrong with Quake Three Arena. Still can a thing you can play. Can I but I think a- I think this is a better game in the long run. I just think Epic are kind of lame for making it so irrelevant now. Like, yeah, I'm and at, it, you can't blame. It's okay, so you can't really blame Epic for what happened in the way that they handled this because Fortnite was such a phenomenon. I mean, Fortnite had been around, they had been developing it for a long time and it just happened to, I remember that I remember the summer that it happened. It was just, it was, it's a phenomenon that everybody flocked to Fortnite and it was, of course, but you know what they could do now? You know what they could do now though, because they got all that money is they could even lose money on an unreal tournament. Uh, revival Abs- just like freaking do it but, but why why would you lose money I've, I've thought about this i would man i really want it to happen but what they have done though is they have given the seal of approval and the go-ahead with the old unreal developers who are you know maintaining all this stuff and maintaining you know the the server connectivity parts of it and the quality of life patches and all that stuff and so by kind of stepping back and letting uh, unreal tournament kind of run itself with community i i think that's kind of where it's kind of poetic i think it's where unreal tournament should be because that's what really made mm. those games so special i mean we saw a lot i mean there was tons of shooters out during this time that died because they were just you know single player or you know didn't didn't have that community mindset mm. and uh look what it's done it's, it's managed to survive man can you imagine a world let's look at an alternate universe where we end up hating, hating Unreal Tournament because Fortnite never happens, and instead they ride they they ride the microtransaction dance uh, on Unreal Tournament. Well, with, I with mean, taunts. you know what it's like. Um, who do, Quake does that with Quake? <laughs> what's Quake? It's called Quake Champions. Is that yeah, the name? yeah, Quake yeah, Champions yeah. is basically but not that. to the size. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, nothing Fortnite like nothing is. like Fortnite because Fortnite is one hundred percent free right. in the beginning. But you got to go pay for. You know, I think you have to pay for champions and then you can buy extra stuff but let me see quake right champions but what if it was all about taunts man what if you had to buy what if you had to buy taunts i mean that little was microtransactions well i wouldn't be surprised they would do this like everything you're saying they'll do yeah. and it, and the truth is i'm fine with that i don't care those models are now here we're, we're stuck with them there's no getting around it Right. Um, right. But just make me a quality product that is also open so people can make some maps and game modes and mods and stuff. Like, I want that playground again. And yes. Quake Arena or Quake Champions, rather, doesn't even have that. It's, it's a good right. game, but it has no modding. 
system. It's all public servers. Like you can't do anything mm-hmm. kooky with it. And that's what I miss about the arena shooter era is letting us all do weird shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. Let me make a map. Let I me make too. a weird, let me make my, my own uh, version of my office I worked in, which we did. We made a quake or a, um, we, a doom and then later a quake map. Everybody did and we loved it. Yeah. Loved it was great. It. And then you had like weird stuff oh. that would show up. I'd go, I'd go get King of the Hill mods and my whole life would improve. Like, let I, us play like I that. I heard. Again. So this is interesting and it's a little bit uh, off topic, but I, I just heard it today and I'm still processing. I didn't have a chance to process it through my mind. Um, but you've heard of Gary's mod, right? Sure. Very, very moddable game. Yeah. It's basically just you know, modular kind of stuff. You just do just whatever you want on, to. It's just based on um, Half-Life or the source engine stuff. Yeah. And all that. yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so I had someone tell me today that uh, one of their friend's kids was visited by the FBI because this kid had visited a map that was in Gary's mod that uh, was basically shooting up a school. And so the feds came in and interrogated this kid. Why? That's under stupid. 18. That's stupid. If that, if that map exists, you don't, you don't find the kid who downloaded it and played it. You go find the people who made it. That's right. What I would and there was some other stuff too. Like there was some other buildings that had been, uh, that had been, a, 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 there was anyway, it was, there's apparently some kind of push to do this. That, like I said, this is that second, third hand information I got, mm. but I was like, really? Mm. Really? All right. All right. I don't think that's how that works. I don't, I, I just don't know. I mean, that is such a, a small piece of what school shooters do that there was really just because, you know, Columbine was a big example because they did kind of do that, right? They, they played video games. They kind of role played a little bit and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, but it's not why they were shooters. They were shooters because they were dicks and no. horrible kids and they, their parents sucked and all yeah. that. that had nothing to do with the games. Because they were playing Doom. No. That was like Doom era, right? Yes. There's nothing about yes. Dune where I, Doom where I go, oh, yeah, let's go shoot up a school. This game has inspired <laughs> me. It doesn't do that. It's not how it works. You know what I mean? I didn't mean to sidetrack this. I just thought that was an interesting tidbit that I had not had a chance to think about, and I just wanted to get a little feedback. Sure. Well, I, I do know when I heard it, I was like, I was like, oh, hell nah. You used to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah interrogating my kid over some but yeah yeah i'd be pissed if i was those parents if they came over and talked to me yeah, about a yeah, map yeah. they downloaded for gary's mod freaking f right off yeah 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 so yeah so anyway making office maps <laughs> boy that'd be dangerous today wouldn't it yeah it might I mean, be i mean i don't it, know if you did yeah. hyper realistic stuff maybe that's a problem but um right back then we're talking about big blocky versions of your toilets and shitty doors that <laughs> look like doom doors because that's all you had you know you couldn't go and retexture anything back then or not easily so I, you know, I yeah. don't know. We're we're kind of well past that era of here's a very simple map of geographical walls and floors and ceilings go nuts. Right now it's like, oh, they could really make this look realistic if they wanted, and we'd be literally <laughs> using the Unreal Engine five to do it. You know what I mean? It'd be so unreal, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. So yeah, if if you're in a if you're in some kind of office space that you've designed a map for, and everybody in the office space office space is aliens, and you're shooting them, mm-hmm. I think you're solid. I think it's when you start downloading models of of uh, you know of, of teachers, maybe might be in trouble. Where it's like passive teachers walking around, then you're shooting. That might seem like a, a bridge too far maybe but, uh, i still yeah, think i, think I still think it yeah. should be i mean it's just an expression i don't it's not the same it's as expression. actually doing it so i don't know I'm, yeah I'm, yeah yeah i'm inclined to 
I'm inclined to say that's overreach no matter why they knocked on your door. <laughs> it's a damn video game. At this stage, we should understand that. And some some people yeah. in authority don't. Um, yep. All right. Real quick Maybe. here. We, we should give a little bit of love to Unreal for we wouldn't have any of this without it. It was a year before. Like you said, this was supposed to be an expansion pack. And it ended up being its own full game. And I'm really glad they did that because I think it was, um, I don't know, I think they had more success by doing that. And I also think they got wind of what Quake was doing. Quake was going to do a third outing and it was going to be non-story based. And they were like, well, if our main competitor is doing that, we probably can get away with it and sell a whole new game. And I think they were right about it. Oh, look at you and your Dreamcast version. Look at that. That's right. I got my Dreamcast, uh, and we're talking about the Unreal first one. And also, I played the Unreal uh, tournament that came out for the Dreamcast and the PS2. And I was hoping that the VMU unit would be able to pull up the Unreal uh, logo that pops up on this. They would. I read some interviews with the guys who had worked on specifically the Dreamcast uh, version of this. And they really wanted to do some cool stuff. But the Dreamcast was, what, like a 200 megahertz um processor with like 16 megabytes of ram and they just were barely even able to make the stupid thing work uh much less do uh do cool shit like vm units right um but i did play this a little bit this week uh dreamcast has one analog stick four face buttons a d-pad and playing it was a nightmare but luckily wait a minute why had because of the d-pad control or the analog control is no good or what the analog control you've only yeah because uh you remember how you had to use uh and it's got a couple of trigger buttons too you remember the n64 controller had the c buttons Mm -hmm. before they replaced it later on with a c stick yeah um so yeah you you basically look up and down with your face buttons uh, which are spaced a little far out. So it's Ugh. not like a, a D pad. Right. And so you've got to try to do these strafing moves uh, with these, you know, with buttons on each side of the face button. Um, it's, it's just difficult and it moves slow too, uh, because the, the speed isn't as fast as a responsive with a, with a, uh, the first generation of analog stick for uh, these consoles. But you could you could purchase the uh, keyboard, which I used to have, and mouse for the Dreamcast. And uh, I'm thinking about picking up uh, the the keyboard and the mouse here very shortly. They're still not they're not too bad. They're not too expensive, but they're they're kind of high. But I'd be curious how that would play. This I had all those down. at one point. I wish I could send you my old ones, but I, I think I sold them. I know. I yeah. I did too. The game itself was stripped down, didn't have as many maps, you know, just it's not a it's not a PC. You know, it's not going to be able to compete with the PC at the time. Couldn't even compete with the PS2, which had uh, you know, faster processor and twice the the memory. But I think the Dreamcast had more VRAM. So uh, I think some of the texturing and stuff was 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 better. So in some places, the the like just all previous generations, the Dreamcast shined in some places it didn't so much tough game but still kind of fun and the thing i probably like the least about it is the auto aim mm. now we've used auto aim in games recently uh you've probably used some you know you know help you out a little bit get you get you a pointing in the right direction when you're playing a super fast game that wasn't really originally designed for you know stick controls this has auto aim but it doesn't work like you think it would mm. when you in games like now you would play and you would use auto aim. And so you're basically your, your person would, you know, will, will turn, right. They'll turn and face the character is shooting and then they'll shoot this one. You can be facing in the entirely wrong direction, almost like at a, like 35 degree direction away from them. If you hit the auto aim, it just shoots them. You're still facing in the wrong direction. <laughs> 
Your wow. reticle is not on them or anything. And it just shoots them. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem this, right. You know what this is? This is an industry begging for dual sticks. And they were about to get right. them a standard from then on. And, I, you know, yes, I would say Sega was not thinking very far ahead when they designed it. Yeah. And yeah, they they weren't thinking about these kind of things. But it's it's not it's not bad. It's uh it's okay. I did not try the PS2 version out yet. Mm-hmm. I usually play most of my PS2 stuff on my Steam Deck. I just didn't get it loaded up. Right. It's the server stuff. Do you know that the server took me almost a week to set up, Scott? I did know that. That was a lot of work for you. I saw you doing it. I heard about it as it was going on. And I was like, wow, look at all the work he's doing so that I will get in there and kick his ass and make things worse. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I love it. I love it. And see, that's fine because I don't mind. I wouldn't mind whoever kicks my butt because most of the time I've got my admin hat on and I'm just trying to make sure everybody's having a good time. Yeah. As long as everything is working, having a good time. It doesn't matter if you guys frag me. I don't care. Yep. I love it. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's a good time. We're going to play some. I can't it's wait. Good time. Uh, so go play it. Unreal. Available. However you can get it. And um, best arena shooter of all time, in my humble opinion. And you might say, well, Scott, mm-hmm. what about 2004? Wasn't that the pinnacle? Maybe. I liked it a Maybe. lot. But I, there's something about 99 and something about that game that stuck with me in a way that the others didn't. And I really and can't You're not why. the only one because no. the community around that is the largest of the unreal uh, communities that are still around the mm-hmm. tournament. The 99 one is, is definitely the biggest one. That's the one everybody seems to flock to. Yeah. People still play in the others. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Now there's That's this. The Destroy it. <laughs> All right. We're going to switch over here and play a little game with each other. And it's called guess my game audio from an old game. We tell each other what publisher, what format platform in year, that sort of thing. And then we have three guesses, uh, or questions we can ask before we make our final guess. I'm going to start this week with this sound from a game in the arcade. So, Brian, platform is arcade. Oh. Year is 1996. Ooh. Genre is competitive shooter. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, okay, in the arcade with my competitive shooter. Publisher okay. is Namco, all right? Namco. Namco. You know them from, you know, your Pac-Man and your whatnots. All right, you're tech. No, so this is a this is a Pac-Man competitive shooter. Got you. All right, Pac, com, a bunch Pac, of ghosts just shooting ghosts. It's called it's called it's called Pac Pew Pew. Yeah, bla, uh, Blinkies pubes. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is, but I am gonna play a, uh, some audio. You see if you can figure it out. Here you go. Coming up, coming up here is some actual dialogue. Hold on. On the mark. Any guesses yet? On the mark. Um. So it's all right. So it was, it was arcade, right? Arcade is you correct. said Namco yep. is a shooter, so it's competitive shooter. So is it a? Uh, you say competitive shooter. Do you use a a gun though? I mean, do you use a light gun for this game? No, but you. Okay. Let's say what you fire from in the game is a form of gun. <laughs> And I did say competitive shooter, so you know we're in the we're in yeah, the yeah, zone. Yeah. We're in the zone. But well, I mean, you didn't even you didn't even spell competitive right, so I wasn't sure if uh, oh, what you did I do? I wanted to write there. Oh yeah, competitive, competitive. <laughs> server. <laughs> Oops. 
Anyway, uh, any other guesses or questions you might have? Oh no. Okay, so we we okay. So I got I, I got one. It's not really uh, it's the 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 controls are not a light gun, right? No, okay, no. so that's what we determined. And definitely right? not like an on rails um, type thing at all. Not even close. Okay, so it's not on rails type. Okay, mm-hmm. so I was thinking. Okay, um, let me think here. Uh, is this is this uh, is this a series of games? Like is is this like the first in a series, second in the series? That's a great question. Nanko, I don't do you know? think so. Uh, let me just verify it that. Made, do this a really is the most quest. popular. Nothing else. Yeah. Right. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can. Find, if I can do you find think? It. Do you think? While you're doing that, I'm going to try to pull up what I what I have for my my guess my game. Yeah, it is not a sequel. There's only one. Okay. There's only one. All right. So, did it get? Does it get console ports or it's is it arcade only? Arcade only, as far as I'm aware. I do not think it made it. Oh, into interesting. Any yeah, maybe in Japan it did, but it didn't here. Right, 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 that's a, right. That's a hint, Man, by the way. There's really... a little bit of a little bit of a hint in that. Yeah, in yeah. Japan. Right. Okay, so that's it. I'm out of questions. Uh, PC. No, I'm sorry. It was like a wrong page. Arcade. Pull up mine. Arcade 96 competitive there... shooter. Yeah, and if I, rem- if I remember, there might have been a version of this that let you all sit inside a thing to play it, and then there were a number like of a them Jeep? connected, sort of. Like a, like a train? No, you <laughs> okay. know, you know like you. the way Sega used you. to do racers. I, oh, they no, I like, got you. Like, like a competitive Mario Kart or something. Yeah, like the yes. systems were chained together. Yes. I got you. Yes. Wow, okay. I don't know. This one's really stumping me. It sounds familiar, though, but I think it's just because it's got some of those classic Namco sounds to them. Yeah, nobody, um, nobody in the chat's got it either, so you're not alone. Um, I'm going to go with Warzone. Let's find out. Is it Warzone? <laughs> no. It's not Warzone. <laughs> the answer is, you're close, though. Uh, it is yeah. Tokyo Wars. Tokyo, Tokyo Wars. Yeah. Tokyo Wars. Okay. And Tokyo Wars had, like, full-on tank. It was full-on tank up. battles inside of Tokyo is what it was. And you were doing like third person just behind and above your tank, kind of like I don't know. It's like War, uh, oh, War yeah. Thunder. Yeah, I, I, oh know. yeah, I remember this. This was those those sweet asses. Do we have, did we have the orange seats? I'm not sure if I saw this in real life or if I've just dumped some research on it before. I don't know. I used to love it though. I'd put quarters in it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was. I thought that game was rad. Uh, here, I'll give the chat a little view of what the gameplay was Tokyo like. Tokyo Wars. So you were in this big tank. It was kind of Dreamcasty. Graphically, it looks it looks very Dreamcast. Even though that was before, like Sega that, yeah, very Sega though, right? Very Sega like a, machine, like a Naomi. Yeah, yeah, not too jittery, but you know, not the not the prettiest of graphics. Um, but it just had a real raw sort of let's go and blow shit up kind of vibe, and uh, you yeah. just knew who but your enemy was. It does kind of have. Yeah, this looks so Sega. It looks like, even though it's not, I know it's not an on-rail shooter, but it's got kind of got that vibe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's real time. It's like, like they might have wanted to do it. Sure, yeah. you can almost you can almost see Namco like, I don't know if this is true, probably not, but you know they're working on a Time Crisis sequel, and then they went, you know what, let's just do a tank game and call it Tokyo Wars. That could yeah, be wrong. Let's call it Tokyo Wars. But it's basically yeah, it's World of, to- it's World of Tanks 1996 is what it is. That's how to look at yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, excellent, Brian. I got your your uh, sound here. Do you know what we're playing today? What, what are my categories? Oh, absolutely. So here are my uh, clues and hints. This is uh, for the Sega Genesis. The year is 1991, so five years before what you had. Uh, and it's an action, but the action is listed as action, 
but it's really four kind of mini games in one and all the mini games are arcade style, but this is not an arcade game. Okay. But it's on the Sega Genesis and uh, it was published by arena entertainment arena. And it wasn't the only publisher. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's find out when I play the audio here. audio a lot i did too that's what turned me on it's like oh yeah it's got some crazy stereo split stuff going on really good sounding for a genesis game i agree it's not their usual um all right is this is this a uh, is this a, is this a franchise of games like a, a series of games? Uh, it is it it is a series of games. Okay, is it there based, are a series of games? Is it based on a popular IP or not? It it is based on a popular IP. Is that two? That's two. Who'd you say published this? Uh, um, Arena Entertainment. Uh, uh, Arena Arena Entertainment. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. I have a vague, vague memory of what those guys were up to. Um, I can give you the developer if that would help, because I don't know how much the publisher would help you, because there was several publishers of this, but I will tell you the developer was Probe Software. Oh, Probe was here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, okay. I wanted to work there. I tried to get a job there. Oh, uh, didn't work. Give me a job. <laughs> um, all right. Probe. I have one question left, right? Do it. Give me more question. Oh, yes. Okay. Is it based on an action movie franchise? Yes. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to completely guess here because I don't know for sure. Let me hear this one more time. Give me. I'm getting I'm getting Predator vibes, so I'm going to say Predator. Oh. This is Predator. Oh, is it Predator? Scott played that thing that says Oh. <laughs> I got it wrong. What is it? Yeah, I just posted in the Discord server for you to take a look as the video to the oh, to the future part to 3 the future the part playthrough. 3. What? Is this real? This is the real thing, man. That's I what I said. I was this. like I was digging through stuff. I was like, what, what came out in 91? Because I was kind of went year first. And uh, and I was like, I don't remember this game at all. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. I love it. I want to play this game now. I don't remember this at all. There's Doc Brown Look on at, a horse. There's, uh... Don't you? I know. And I love it when Doc Brown and the, the thumbnail is fantastic. And Doc Brown and uh, Marty it is just. Oh, it's the best. Ah! Yeah, it's the best. It doesn't really even look like them. <laughs> I didn't know they made one. This is news to me. I knew no, there was but a- there, and there's four different there's four different basically four different mini games. The first one is Doc Brown riding on a horse, and I think the music I, I played is the one where they're riding, uh, they're trying to take over a train. That actually looks pretty good because it looks like a shinobi type almost. Because mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the uh, Marty is is throwing his bolo hat like a, almost like a shirt. He's like, shoom, 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 shoom. wow, it's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, the second part looked fun. The horse part looked like shit because dark Doc Brown is dodging boulders and riding a horse and shooting people 
I don't remember that in the movie. I'm guessing this didn't review well, if I had to guess. It it did not do great. Also had the uh it had like a uh, a shooter portion of it, which is really old arcade stuff where you know you're uh you're you're doing the what's the, what's a gallery shooting? Yeah, shooting yeah, ducks. With, like ducks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, was any of this even in the movie? You know what this is like? Yeah, tra- it's like they tried to make like a Tron style game <laughs> where there's all these different games yeah. to play. Like this of not Dis of Tron, the other one. Just straight yes, Tron. They got Yep, exactly. And this is kind of it looks like Discotron right here. The the final uh game type is yeah, but they've got four different game types uh, with some cutscenes with uh, <laughs> with Marty and Doc and it's just it's a really weird game. No memory like of this at all. It does look like trash. Yeah, I'm sure it reviewed very yeah. poorly. Um <laughs> let's see the video game. I'm gonna look and tell you. Reception. But the music was superb. I really like the music though. Uh, here you go. Game was reviewed in 1992 by Dragon Number 180 as a magazine. Uh, the let's see, it was in the role of computers all, uh, all, uh, uh, column, and it says the reviewers gave the game a two out of five. Uh, <laughs> let's see, it got a two. Let's see, it received a Crash Smash award and got to number two in the sales charts in July of '91 behind Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, from the p- same publisher at the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. I didn't, didn't wow. even know it was a thing. Had no idea. News to me. No. Yeah. I yeah. like that movie, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a fan of that third movie. I like it. I can never decide. I have to be in a mood to watch it. If if I'm in a if I'm not in a good mood, I'm like, oh, this is dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the first two. But if I'm in a good mood, it's like, yeah, this is fun. This is fun. But what it's if kind of like I Return of the, the Jedi? Return of the Jedi is a lot of fun. But you can look and go. What, am I looking at some Muppets? What is yeah, this? Yeah, it's a Muppet movie. That movie's so full of Muppets. I don't like the second uh, Back to the Future at all. I hate that movie. I kind of like it. It's kind of dark. I hate and it. And once again, I got to be in a mood. I can always watch the first one. Always no, watch the first one. No, the first one's in my list of perfect films. It's a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. Second movie is a very the imperfect sec- film, and the third movie's okay. I, I kind of like the darkness of the second occasionally. Um, but once again, I, I'm not always in the mood. Just like three, I'm not always in the mood. Mm. And I definitely am not watching two, then three. You can no. forget that. I'm never in that kind of mood. I'm never in a mood to watch all three. I'll watch one. I'll watch one twice. Right. You know, the first one twice. I'll watch one twice. Yeah. That's right. I'll watch one three times and call that a trilogy. Yeah, call that my weekend. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's guess my game. We'll do more of that next week. Both of us lost this week, and that's okay. It's okay. That's okay. We've, we've learned. learned. We always learn, Brian. We learn. And we also get emails, texts, phone calls, this kind of stuff from our listeners. And we got one from Wooj Man in our uh, community, who we like a lot. Very Wooj, cool dude. I love Wooj. Wooj is talking to Wooj today. In fact, Wooj is the one that told me to go give Mania a try for Sonic, and he was right. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he sent in a call, and we're going to hear what he has to say right now. Hey, it's Woodman. Uh, just calling to uh, run something by you to Scott and Brian. Um, I was watching the film, the classic from 1992, A Few Good Men, starring Tom Mathpower Cruz. Um, the, yeah, yeah. the thing I noticed is about midway through the film, he's got an NES sitting on his TV. Is it weird and this is where I need you two to help. Is it weird that I'm thinking, what does he have in the NES? And that's all I fixate on for the next five minutes to the point where I pause the, 
the movie to call my wife into the room to show her. Um, she was not as amazed or as impressed as I was. I, I'm thinking he's either playing um, Danny Sullivan's Indie Heat or something really weird and uh, not fun like Wall Street Kid. What are your thoughts? What do you think Tom Cruise is playing in A Few Good Men? Well, you can't handle the NES. No, you can't. I would like right? to say. Can't handle the NES? I would like to Perfect. say right off the bat here that this is something I do with any movie or TV show that features a video game console or a computer game or any of that stuff. I immediately right. get distracted by it and make all kinds of questions and assumptions. And I'm like, now, wait a minute, that controller doesn't fit, fit because that that's a Nintendo game and that's a Sega controller. You guys are cheating. That's not real. Like I get so up in my own butt about that. I did it yeah, today. Yeah. I was watching this movie called Boss Level with the patrons. You saw oh, some yeah, of it too. It. Yeah. And that yeah. movie's got a whole thing where this kid goes to some game competition thing. And there's so much stuff in there that they just hand wave. Like, Here's a GameCube controller, but for some reason he's playing a Street Fighter that never was on that machine. Okay, sure. I guess I'll just let that go. Like I, I get all bunged up about it. I hate it. Drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah. So, so my imagination, yeah, is that Tom Cruise is playing Top Gun for the NES. <laughs> One of the most abundant games you'll find on the NES. If you want to start a collection, yeah, start with Top. Top Gun because what do you mean abundant? What does that mean? Tell me abundant. Abundant. Oh, you mean they're out there? Uh, you can get a hold of it. They're out there. Yeah. There's tons I of know. them, easy to get and access. Yeah. But I, I would like to think he's playing Cliffhanger because we played that here on the show. <laughs> he's doing a little, you know, you know, he likes to hang off cliffs and stuff, and then you know, he's a Stallone fan, right? It, it's a, that's a thing, right? Well, uh, is Cliffhanger older or, or newer than uh, A Few Good Men? I can't remember when that came out. I would say uh, it would. I would say. Oh, you know, that's a good point. I don't remember. It's, it's got to be around the same time, right? Cliffhanger. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's let's do some research. Cliffhanger is ninety three, so Cliffhanger came out a year later, so it wouldn't be Cliffhanger. Hanger. Oh, when, unless unless he got an early copy. Well, that's possible. <laughs> I suppose. I always forget that the Cliffhanger feels a thousand years old to me compared to say Jurassic Park, which is the same year. I yeah, I, yeah. I, See, I was thinking Cliffhanger was even older than that. I, you're right. I, I would have thought it was much older than that. I guess I'm wrong. What yeah. do I know? Yeah. What do you know? You don't know things. What do I know? I don't know nothing. Michael Rooker's in that. John Lithgow, Janine Turner. What a mm-hmm. movie, man. What a movie. So, so, so horribly good. I love it. Do not. I, I do not have complaints about Cliffhanger. No. But I do. Rennie Harlan movies are a hit and miss for me. But that one worked for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, there you go. Uh, thanks for your voicemail. You can do that anytime, everybody. 801 uh, You can email us, playretroshow at gmail.com, or you can leave a text at the number I already gave you. So feel free to do all of that. Everything else you can find at PlayRetro over at frogpants.com slash playretro. Hey, check this out. Uh, we're doing Superman 64 next week. How does that sound to you? Oh, I can't play that game. What's the like? Um, no, nothing. Kidding. Apparently, it's... Wait to- it's supposed to be, I mean, well, it was bad and is still bad, but we're not so concerned about a bad game as we are the story behind it and how it got made and why. Yes. And all of that is and what fascinating. Went, and what went wrong. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's real because bad. Because I, I had heard, I had seen where people had said, oh yeah, this, this Super N64 is the worst uh, Superman game. And I was like, okay. But then it got elevated to worst N64 game of all. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. So this is the bottom of the barrel. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought Aquaman on what was it? Uh, the GameCube. Where was Aquaman at? I thought that was 
more fun than people gave it credit for. So I was hoping maybe. Well, Aquaman didn't, didn't wasn't as hated, but Superman was truly hated. No. People really disliked Awful. it. Yeah. There's a whole thing about it. We're going to get into it. And also why I think Superman games are hard in general. They're hard to make. It It's really hard to make. And I was actually thinking a little bit about this. And I don't want to give too much away, but um, there was a game last year that came out that wanted to combine Crazy Taxi with um uh with with oh, what is it? Uh, fifth element oh so it's basically you're driving the fifth element taxi in fifth element type world like uh like a crazy taxi game what is that? Um, I play and that. sounds like fun yeah was it high is it uh high rise taxi or something like that anyway it was the one man development team and it was highly anticipated and then when it came out it got shat upon because flying Flying is hard to do in games. It can be, but I played plenty of good games where the fifth element car thing worked. So it can work. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's just a matter and this of. This was last year. Was it? I don't remember this at all. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I have. I feel, like I, I feel like I could make another whole show here because we haven't even talked about City of Heroes and those servers being back up again and stuff. Oh, yeah. Those are back. Community. Yeah. yeah well, not, so not we they, to... they never left because that private one was up. It's just that. Uh, and yeah, Soft is now endorsing it. They're like, you can have it. Go for it. Yeah. They used to hide. It was so much fun. You used to, you used to, have to go to forums and, hey, man, can I get an invite? I want to play on the City of Heroes. Shh. We don't talk about City of Heroes server. Yeah. No, that was the, <laughs> like the WoW private server. Same thing for a while there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anyone else, but not that uncommon, I suppose. But um, yeah, no, we're going to talk. I, I yeah. do want to talk about that sometime in the future. Yeah, we will. Excited. We'll put that one in there. But for sure, Superman 64 next uh, next week. And we're going to yeah, we're gonna figure out what went wrong and maybe how that can finally work. It works in ensemble games like the... What were those ones that the Mortal Kombat game people made? I forgot the name. Injustice 1 and 2 are really good Injustice, games. Injustice, those are so good. They feature yeah. Superman, but it's not all him. And they're fighting games. It's just different, right? Um yeah. Superman is in the new Justice Kill the Justice League thing, but again, he's just just a part of it. If will there ever be a good here's Superman playing Superman? Let's just do nothing but Superman. I don't know. There's a problem with being omnipotent and all all powerful. It's really hard to make a movie or a yep. a game or a cartoon and or any of that stuff. So they're supposed to be moving forward right now on the new Superman movie that's supposed to start the next phase. Yeah, that's already filmed. Whatever they're, filming they're doing over there. Yeah, what's that? They're filming that now. Yeah, they on? just started filming it this week, I believe. They had just, uh, or I guess production. I don't know if they are necessarily filming, but they're right. they're doing stuff. It's moving forward. It's yeah. going. It's moving. I'm looking forward to that, personally. I like James Gunn a lot. I think he can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's next week. Uh, Superman 64. In the meantime, please join us on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash play retro. Be like Mark Ellison, DP, and Michael Burrier. These are just three of our wonderful patrons who've all DP. learned what it's like to have no commercials and pre-show content and other fun goodies just by signing up. Real cheap, no big deal, super simple to sit, to support your favorite retro gaming show. That's over at Patreon.com slash play retro. Brian, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? Yeah, don't forget to head over to RetroGib.com. That's G-I-B.com to get all the server information. We'll be running that as long as people have interest in it. Yeah, so I'm yeah, going gonna, gonna to be getting, in that, getting all up in that shit. I'm telling you right now. Getting up in it. And change your, remap your controls to WASD because it's a nightmare if you don't. Okay. Don't play <laughs> with arrow keys. Like who plays with arrow keys? Nobody. I heard I heard from a few people and they said, yeah, I like to do it that way because, you know, it was kind of it was spaced out away from the rest of the keys. I'm like, whatever, you weirdo. Yeah, you weirdo. Get out of here, weirdo. 
Just kidding. Do whatever you want, but it's over there for the for the taking. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro, and we'll see you next week. Get more at frogpants.com. All I have left is vengeance. Oh, aren't you serious? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.